0: Bulldog Interviews on BullyNet with your host, Dave Kaufman. He's a nice guy, but only gives belly rubs to dogs.
1: Welcome to Bulldog Interviews. I'm Dave Kaufman, your host, and today we have Lucky Watson. Hi, Lucky. How are you?
2: I'm fine. How are you, Dave?
1: Great. Can you give us a little introduction about yourself?
2: Uh, Yeah, I can uh, tell you a few things about myself uh, if we've got a week or two. <laughs> Uh, no, what, uh, I grew up in the rural central Texas in the small town of San Salvador. Uh, grew up in a family with, uh, 10 siblings. And right now I currently live in Burleson, Texas, just south of Fort Worth. We live on 10 acres that keeps me busy. And we have a large uh, commercial kennel here as well that we used to operate, but now it's closed. And, uh, uh, for several years, and we just use it to store extra stuff, you know, like we have around as uh, you gather around for several years of living. Uh, uh, we live uh, in a, a ranch-style house. It's got a, a dog room that's attached. It's uh, self-contained. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, I, I worked uh, in the rail transportation industry for about 42 years in the engineering department mm-hmm. within construction maintenance uh, and management so uh uh and of, of that 42 years uh i spent 12 years in in western kazakhstan and southern russia managing the rail system for chevron oil had a great time got had to got to meet a lot of a lot of different cultures over there and walks of life uh different people from different areas of the world and it was a, a really good experience. I'm I am currently retired. However, I do some engineering design work on the side to uh, fill the time and help make a little extra money to supplement my dog habit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I've been married for 42 years to my beautiful wife Donna. We've got uh, two great kids, a, a boy and a girl. My daughter's 40, and my son's 37. Mm-hmm. We have six grandchildren uh, ranging from the ages of 19 to 10. And uh, obviously, you know, some of the, my passions are bulldogs. I love bulldogs, and I've raised them since 1979. And uh, I love restoring pre-war cars, the 1930s and 1940s, and also love the classic cars. So that's my other passion that a lot of bulldoggers don't know about me, but... But I love to do that. And, uh, and Donna and I adore the RV traveling. Mm-hmm. I love the marlin fish. We've got a place in Cabo San Lucas. We, uh, we go fishing every once in a while. And uh, I love to cook. I have a big outdoor kitchen, and the weather is generally nice. It's kind of hot most of the time, but mm-hmm. I love to cook in my outdoor uh, kitchen and, and, you know, grill and barbecue and things like that. Uh, also, you know, I'm a, I'm a hands-on type guy. I like to I like to work. I like to work with my hands. I like to be outdoors all the time. I I like the yard stuff and and all that stuff along with my dogs. So that's just a little bit about me. So uh, I'll complete it with that. If, unless <laughs> you need more.
1: No, that's great. So you said you started in Bulldogs in 1979.
2: Yes, we, we had our first litter in 1979, and uh, uh, we uh, we uh, bought a bitch and bred her, and, 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 and uh, the first litter we ever had was a small litter, only two puppies, and um, we, we enjoyed the Bulldogs so much that we just kept uh, progressing with it.
1: Okay. Have you ever been involved with any other breeds?
2: Yeah, we, uh, we raised boxers for about nine years. Uh, when we would go to the All show, we would find my son over there at the boxers looking because he loved the boxers. And so uh, we initially bought a show puppy and, and got into the breeding. So uh, we, we raised boxers for about nine years. We uh, bred five champions and raised five champions. And we happen to breed the best opposite sex winner at the American Boxer Club in Newark, New Jersey in 1994. We also raised Bouvier de Flanders for about four years and we finished two champions from those. And uh, we have a, have a Brussels Griffon that lives with us now. He's about 13, 14 years old. He's an excellent house dog and lap dog. Uh, We love, we love him greatly. and, and we have a Frenchie, uh, and we've uh, co-bred one champion Frenchie. So those are the dogs that have been in our life other than earlier in our life where we had some pets, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Are you a member of any Bulldog Clubs?
2: We, uh, we're, we're the member of, uh, of the Austin Bulldog Club and the Bulldog Club of America, of course. Uh, Don and I are both second plateau Hall of Fame members. Mm-hmm. We've bred over thirty bred by champions. Uh, I've uh, served as division president for two terms in Division Four, uh, past president for uh, vice president for three terms, and in uh, three terms BCA council member. So, uh, it's uh, it, the, the political side of BCA is is uh, quite important to me. I. I like like to stay involved and, sit and know what's going on. So, uh, yeah, we we uh, we're of several clubs. Great.
1: Did you have any bulldog mentors when you started
2: out? When we started uh, in in 1979, there was uh, uh, a couple down in in rural Southern Sava County where we lived that uh, that raised bulldogs and and uh, was. Uh, was very good at it and and their name was uh pressing bobby adams of lovable bulldogs mm-hmm. and uh, they were a great couple they'd been in it for all oh, when we met them 20 or 30 years and we and we got a puppy out of one of their males that's uh, our first bitch puppy was was out of one of their males and they became our mentors uh, uh, along with them uh there was another important person in my life as far as a mentor, and her name was Dixie Little. In fact, she just got inducted into uh, the Outstanding Contributor Award for BCA at past National, which was uh, quite an honor. And then a fellow that lives over here in Wichita Falls, Texas, is Bob Simmons. So I've, I've had uh, three three uh, mentors in my life that's been really good and and, uh, been very informative and, and, uh, been in Bulldogs for years and years and years.
1: Wow. That's a, that's a good lineup there. Uh, do, do you have any people that you mentor right now or that you well, have, that, or, uh, they, or that you have mentored in the past?
2: Right. You know, I've mentored literally dozens of people over 35 years in Bulldogs, but, uh, Right now, currently, I would say that uh, I, I'm mentoring uh, uh, people in uh, in Colorado, Landon Richards of Colorado, and Raina and Chris King of New Mexico, and Mike McCoy of Ohio. We talk daily, just about every day, about something, you know, about the, the show world, or this litter, or that litter, or this problem, or that problem, and and uh, stay in contact just about it daily.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Uh, can you tell tell us a little bit about your breeding program?
2: Well, uh, Don and I basically breed for the correct type, and mm-hmm. and we we breed for a certain style of dog. We we like our look, and uh, we've been breeding for a long time, so we think we have a particular look. Uh, it's uh, Quite encouraging to us to hear people talk about our dog. It says that you can always uh, tell a do watch dog when they walk in the ring by the way they look mm-hmm. and the way in the way they are. So we're we're quite proud of that. And uh, I, I believe there's a, in the breeding in in the breeding program. I believe there's just too much emphasis put on the general appearance of a bulldog. I think people. Are having a hard time understanding the standard because both pets and great show dogs meet the general appearance of the standard. Mm-hmm. The nuts and the bolts of the standards are, uh, of the standard is explicit in detail. It's your blueprint and your specification of how you build a bulldog and 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 that goes right along with the symmetry the dog has to be balanced and i don't see a lot of that anymore i see i see issues with balance and i see issues issues with the dog's gait and things like that but uh it's kind of like building a building you know you can't force an inch and an eighth bolt in a inch hole it won't go (laughs) You know, and if you put a smaller boat in an inch hole, the building's going to sag. So that's the same thing with building a bulldog. You've got to follow the standard because if you breed to the standard, you're going to breed a healthy, sound, good-looking dog, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. We've got a great standard, a great specification to build on, and I believe that's what we need to do. We need to study, study, study. So, basically, that's, that, that's my breeding program, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what do you look for in a stud dog when you're evaluating for your stud?
2: Well, you know, a lot of people don't put a lot of stake in our uh, value system. But our standard has a value system, and points are assigned to the head and the body, etc., and and I believe that before you consider before you consider uh, a dog, he should be a, a strong ninety point head and above, mm-hmm. and body as well. With, within that, I mean, the dog's got to have a, a a long head with a beautiful layback, and you got to have a correct turn and sweep, and a button of the lower jaw. You've got to have a beautiful top skull with full face, and it has to be balanced. And our bulldogs are getting a little shallow in head, and I believe we need some more depth. So it's important to me to when I pick a stud dog to have depth of head and all those components I just talked about.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Same thing with, with with the body. It's got to be a strong ninety point body with adequate bone and a, and. I like a lot of mass in my dogs. There's no secret that I like a little bigger dog than the standard calls for I don't make excuses for it. It's just what I prefer, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 it's, it's got to be balanced with a lot of substance. The, the dog needs to have beautiful, packed-on shoulders, and they need to be cur- placed right and with correct layback. It shows the poor chest and the depth of brisket. There's too many shallow dogs with no forecast now there's shallow dogs with no brisket and and uh, the forecast is not so you can't see them from profile you can't see them head on and the dog has to move well obviously mm-hmm. you know I, I like to see a dog that moves its width and doesn't converge and and touch his front feet together you know that's a serious issue and and the dog needs to- cur- uh, track correctly with a proper roll as well so uh I guess I'm pretty picky,
1: huh? <laughs> no, that's a that's a great picture that you paint right there. What you're uh, what you're definitely
0: looking for. And now, a word from our sponsors. If your dog sitter isn't using Credible, what are they doing to your dog? You don't know, and that's a big problem. Dog sitters using Credible relieve the stress, guilt, and anxiety that a dog owner experiences when they're away from their dog. If you love your dog, insist that your pet sitter use credible. Check out Credible today at credible.com. That's C-A-R-E-D-I-B-L-E.com. Careable also works great for people who use caregivers for loved ones, like children and the elderly. So check out Careable today at com. That's C-A-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com. Now, back to the Bulldog Interviews. Uh, do
1: you have any, rec- any uh, recommendations for veterinarians? I mean, well, th- th- that you, know, you use. Yeah, vets that you use that you can recommend.
2: Well, I, I certainly think that... Uh, that uh, for reproduction, uh, Dr. Joel Wilson and, and Dan Bandy of uh, Town and Country Veterinarians in Shawnee, Oklahoma, is uh, on the cutting edge of technology, and they're great to work with. They got great prices, great rates. Uh, they do excellent work. Uh, I I can't say enough about their reproduction kennel. I think it's called Show Dogs on Ice mm-hmm. uh, on, on the internet, and it's. Uh, they're, they're really great. They're really good. Of course, they're too far from me. They're about four hours from me, so I don't take the daily stuff with them or the monthly stuff or those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do do my reproduction and uh, they store my semen, so uh, uh, that that I freeze and keep there. And I I recommend them highly to anybody. It's I mean it's uh, they they got rates for people to travel that can leave their dogs there that. They live far, far away, and it's just a it's just a well thought out uh, uh, office and a well thought out uh, reproduction uh, uh, facility. Mm-hmm. And then for the everyday work, uh, I, you know, I've uh, I use a, a, a veterinarian here to, for C sections here in my hometown of Berkson, the of uh, Albury Small Animal Hospital. He's named the doctor. Ogden, I started with him 21 years ago and there's an interesting story there too, but it may be too long for this interview, but uh, (laughs) he's he's an excellent vet that's been with us for years and he's he's the type of vet that will say say, here's what I think now what do you think, what do you think Mm -hmm. and he'll listen to you and after he listens to you he'll say you know I don't believe you're right, or I understand what you're saying. I believe you're right. I believe you have the right solution. In other words, he puts a lot of emphasis on what the breeder has to say, and and bases a lot of stuff that he he has on on their experience uh, in breeding bulldogs over the last. At least he has with me over over the last twenty-one years. So mm-hmm. I, I'm very proud of him as a vet. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's made a lot of money off of me over the years, <laughs> you know. So, so uh, uh, yeah, I really like him.
1: Good. Uh, do you have a favorite bulldog of all time?
2: Well, am I just limited to one?
1: <laughs>
2: I have several several favorite bulldogs.
1: Well, go ahead. Give us your give us your several.
2: Well. Uh, Babe, that Harold and Teresa uh, McDermott raised uh, and bred and showed to best of breed at the National Specialty Show under liz Carsoner is uh, one of my all-time favorites. I, I just love the bitch. I just think that she's she was a gorgeous bitch, and and uh, everything was in place. Beautiful, gorgeous head, turned uh, turn and sweep of jaw, uh, just just gorgeous, and I believe. You were at that show when when she won, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken,
1: and
2: I just love her, and and then also, uh, Cherokee legend Donna, she was one of my favorite all-time bitches of all time as well, and and I loved her, and I really didn't, I really don't think that she got the recognition that she should have at the national level, but she was a beautiful bitch, and and I loved her as well, Mm -hmm. and of course... My own Mona Lisa. I, 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 most people have seen Mona Lisa. She was a beautiful, beautiful young bitch and still is. She's still around.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but uh, Mona Lisa, I, I've had several. The, the contender, Rocky, was a very, very nice dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I have a current special now that I've retired. It's still a young dog, three years old. He's a very nice dog. So, mm-hmm. ace. So, I mean, I like all those dogs. But I guess if I asked to pick a favorite, you're going to force me to even twist my arm, <laughs> I'm going to have to say the baby. You know, she, she was a beautiful bitch.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good choice there. Uh, do you have a proudest bulldog moment? And if you do, could you give it to us in detail? Try to let us, you know, get into your mind on what was all going on at that time?
2: Well, I have to start at the beginning. Uh-huh. Uh, we uh, its, it's uh, a little drawn out, but we had we had a beautiful uh, uh, letter of two puppies. Mm-hmm. They were equal in, in all, all ways, and and uh, I had a friend of mine that had to give his bulldog up because he had some difficulty in his family and. He told me when he, when he gives the bulldogs up, he told me, he said, one of these days when I get everything together, I'm going to want another nice dog. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, just call me up when you get ready and, and we'll do it. And he said, okay. So lo and behold, he called me up when I had two really nice puppies. And so I give him his choice and. This was just going to be a pet, but I, I had to ride to show the dog. So I let this dog go home with him and, mm-hmm. and live with him as a pet for almost two years, 22 months old. And, uh, you know, they they called me up one day and says, uh, you, you know, you, you haven't looked in this, at this up in five or six months. You need to look at him. So I said, okay. I was overseas and in Russia at the time, working, and I said, send me some, send me some pictures, and they did, and, and they sent me a picture of the most beautiful 22-month-old dog, male dog I'd ever seen.
1: uh uh-huh.
2: That was, that was rocky, and when, his, his, his show career, the finish, was 25 days long. Wow. Um, uh, he, uh. In 25 days, from the start to finish, he was he was finished in 25 days with a 10-day break in between the days. So mm-hmm. that was a, a highlight of, of my career of finishing Rocky. And then on his third time, time out as a special, after finishing, he went to the National in Orlando and won the Best of Breed at the backup show under, under Judge Materna, which was, I mean, Mm-hmm. An old-time judge that understood bulldogs, and I, I, it was really a highlight of, uh, of my career. One of the most exciting things that I'd, I'd ever experienced, and and I was quite thankful and quite blessed for that. So uh, that's that's probably my proudest moment. But there's, I've been very fortunate. We've had a lot of luck and a lot of good people behind us, and a lot of support within the Bulldog community. So I've had a lot of good times. I mm-hmm. mean, and still having them, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, thank God for that.
1: Yeah. Um, what's it like having, uh, Gladiator, do you watch the Gladiator out there as the number one Bulldog right now? Um, that, that's out of your kennel, right?
2: Yes. Uh, uh, we call him, we call him Don Juan, uh, uh uh-huh. uh i i named him do watch the gladiator uh, uh kind of behind his grandfather you know the contender
0: uh-huh. and that
2: kind of same theme and then he he always loved the ladies i mean people come to visit and see us i mean he, i mean the ladies just adored the dog so i started calling him a little don juan because uh-huh. he he was just always all over the ladies he just he just loved the ladies, so uh, uh, he got his he got his call name Don Juan from that, and uh, Jaime Jaime Vasquez, which now owns Don Juan, uh, has approached me for a very nice dog to show, and he said, "You know, you've been promising me several years, and and it's time for you to pay up." <laughs> and I didn't really want to give him up, so. Uh, we helped an interest in him for a few years until I realized I couldn't keep up with him anymore. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. At fast pace that he was moving. But Don Juan was another fast finisher. you know he finished when he was seven months old in about thirty days.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and um, uh, he he went on to do very very good in the ring, especially in the Aubrey ring. But, you know, he's won a fair amount, I think, uh, uh, 10 best of breeds under uh, uh, breeder judges. So I'm very proud of this dog, very proud of what Jaime has done for the dog Mm -hmm. uh, and Randy, and also very proud of what Dennis, the handler, has because Jaime has a very demanding job, and a lot of people don't understand that as a doctor, he's got to be around and take calls and, all those kinds of things. So he's got to have some help to push the dog. And, mm. and, uh, uh, when the dog deserving, he needs to be out there, obviously. So, uh, Don Juan is very special to, to me. And, and, uh, thank the Lord that he, he came along at the right time to, before Jaime strung me up from the nearest tree.
1: <laughs> That's a great story. That's good. um, do you have uh, any advice for bulldog pet owners like uh could be anything
2: well not not particularly just pay attention to your dog love love them all the time and and uh, there's nothing like a, a, a five minute inspection on any dog, whether it's a pet or a show dog I call it touch touch it, see it, and feel it mm hmm when you t- touch and see and feel your dog every day for five minutes to just pat him on the head, you find things that you don't know that you didn't know you should be worried or concerned about. So that's the biggest thing with all dogs to me is, is touch them, see them, and feel them every day. And I when I mean that, I don't mean just out in the yard doing their business. I mean really put your hands on them. Mm-hmm. It's like going over a show dog. Uh, and and that will keep a lot of surprises down, and keep things uh, pretty pretty steady and pretty standard.
1: Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, do you have any advice for someone looking to get into showing Bulldogs?
2: Well, that's 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 a big one there. You know, uh, I say study the standard. Just study it and study it and study it over and over and over and over again until it's like reading the Bible. It's, uh, it is the Bible of our, of our sport. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's read it, understand it. If you don't understand it, get clarification on it. That's, that's probably the strongest component of the advice that I could give. And, and go to all the specialty shows you can. And look at all the dogs. Look at all the dogs, and and find three really good mentors with separate lines mm-hmm. that uh, that they don't brag on each other's lines or cuss and discuss each other's lines. If you understand what I'm saying, I don't mean that in an derogatory manner. Mm-hmm. I just mean there's always a certain amount of jealousy in the show world, and I think that you have to overcome that you have to look over that you have to have the ability to see and say well this mentor she knows a lot but she's got a dog from that line so she supports that line you know for instance right uh, and those things so so you get you good three good mentors from three separate lines that 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 have the ability to to look at the dog instead of look at what they like or who they like and mm-hmm. uh, and stick with that uh and then um, and then other than that just keep studying and and keep trying because there's a lot of luck and a lot of hard work
1: mm-hmm.
2: go uh, go forth with a with a five-year plan at first I mean don't think about your first litter think about if you're in the sport if you're in it over ten years think about five years and ten years and 15 years out have you three-fold plan on your breeding program so you can uh, so you know where you're going Mm -hmm. with your neck litter When you breed when you breed a bitch to a certain dog you should know where that puppy's gonna go back to as far as the sire goes Uh, so you can you can do I'm a I'm a strong strong component in line breeding and think that that's how you produce great dogs that you produce great dogs by by line breeding and and you can take two excellent animals and breed them together uh -hmm. but that does that that'll get you a great show dog maybe a very pretty show dog but will that show dog be able to produce uh generally they don't Mm -hmm. uh so you have to be real concerned with how you do it where you do it and all that you know what i'm saying yeah uh so that would be my biggest advice for people starting out in the, in, in the show, show world.
1: Great. Can you name uh, somebody or more than one person that you think I should definitely interview, and why?
2: Well, you know, uh, I, if I had to pick one person, or multiple people even, I would say Dan Bandy, is probably one of the most knowledgeable guys in Bulldogs. And he's an excellent person that always looks for the good things in people and in dogs. Mm-hmm. So he would be a great person to, uh, to, for you to interview. And I would personally myself look forward to hear what he had to say about the breed and about health. And about reproduction issues, uh, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so he would he would be one person that I would uh, I would uh, certainly recommend. And the you know you might try some people that have been been in the breed short term, you know, ten years or less, mm-hmm. to see their views, see where we where they think that we need to go. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some people that that don't get this breed in 40 years. And there's some people that get it and understand it in a few years. Mm -hmm. So they could bring a lot to the table. The, uh, another person would be Ward McAfee. Uh, I have great respect for Ward. He's he's, he's been out there a long time. You could interview Ward, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, There there are several people.
1: Okay, great. do you, do you see any major struggles in the bulldog community and uh, any ideas on what can be done to remedy it
2: oh jesus that's that again is a hard one uh, Dave. it's uh, there are struggles in the in, in the bulldog community and one of the biggest concerns I have is what what I call professional uh, negativism mm-hmm Show dog neg negativism. It's people are just so negative about the other person's dog when they have a uh, have have a great dog and and another equal dog or a dog just as good wins. There's just too much negativism, and it's facilitated by by too much uh, uh, Facebook time, too much. Uh, it, you know, it even happens to everyone, myself, you get caught up in it. But there's too too much promotion of, of dogs on Facebook mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's there to promote the dog and not just to brag. Facebook is a social network where you, you go on there to me. Now, this is my opinion, and, mm-hmm. and I might get chastised for this, but that's okay. I, this is what i believe i believe i believe that people are using uh, uh that venue to promote their dog and uh, promote their program and mm-hmm. i don't i don't think that's proper and i think that brings serious problems i think it needs to be cut back i think the president's uh, message in the bulldogger was dead on let's see, get a laugh. there's there's something out there besides facebook mm-hmm. you, you know what i'm saying let's uh Let's, let's be friends. Let's be kind to each other. Let's don't be ugly, you know, Th- those kinds of things. And uh, it's, uh, I think that's going to hurt Bulldog if we don't clean it up.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And that that was one of the reasons why I felt strongly compelled to come up with the Bulldog interviews and put, put you know, people's... Um, a face to the people in the bulldog world, and I, I interviewed a guy who's a pet owner out of Oklahoma City, and to get his perspective on bulldogs, because it's it's all about the bulldog community, so it's not just about breeding, it's not about showing, it's about bulldogs. So by doing these interviews and getting this information about, you know, what's a good bulldog vet, or what's a good, you know, uh, a good maintenance tip, you know, the, the five minutes on your dog is a great one. Just different things like that can help better the lives of the bulldogs out there, and you know, get get people to to see who is who is Lucky Watson. You know, I've seen him post a million times on Facebook, or I've seen him do this or do that, but I don't know who he is. I see his you know w- whatever it is. I see his ads in Bulldogger, um, but you know, to actually hear an interview with a bulldog person and get a better understanding on what they're about the history you know where did these lines come from what are these dogs about I think I think it's I think it was necessary and so 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 far these interviews have been very good and I've gotten an incredible amount of feedback from people that just that they just love them so um, so I think that can help You know, I I do promote the interviews on Facebook, (laughs) but, um, you know, and it's, it's, is it self-serving a little bit for me because I get to be the interviewer? I guess it is, but nobody else was doing it. And I just sat on it for six months before I had the time to start these interviews. But, uh, but I think just the information I'm getting from, from people like you and Lottie earlier or um, Nancy Schultz and stuff like that, just. I think is incredible to help share that information out there with the people and uh, just you know and, and how you know you you said about Babe you know that's that's awesome you know the one of the one of your top bulldogs of all times is not one of yours and that's that's a great thing to hear that and and to show that uh, the honesty and stuff there is great.
2: Well, uh, you know, uh, you're right. I think that. Uh, I, I, Facebook is a tool. Used properly, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it's like health testing. I mean, health testing is very nec- uh, necessary, and we need to do it now that technology has allowed us to do some things, and DNA has allowed us to do some things over the years. We can't we can't say enough good things about and utilize the tools that we have about those things, mm-hmm. but we need to use them properly instead of using them as an arsenal. To attack somebody because you also have a dog in competition is, is is degrading yourself, you know, and and, and, and and degrading the whole sport. I I don't like to see it, uh, and, and honestly, I, I've got caught up in it at times, and it's difficult not to get caught in. Up in it, Dave, because every one of us love our animals, they love our dogs. Yep. dogs I mean, they they and and it's hard not to protect them and the integrity of what you worked so hard for mm-hmm. you know so we, we we all make mistakes we all get caught up in it and and I, I would just like to see it cleaned up and hope and pray that it does get cleaned up so yeah. uh, you know uh I, using facebook to put these interviews out there that's just a tool even mm-hmm. it's a great thing and i when 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 you call me i i went and listened to all the interviews and and it was very, very satisfying for me to hear the pet owner talk about uh, about the issues and the way he seen things. Mm-hmm. And it all, it all it was also uh, uh, encouraging to hear Jessica talk, you know, uh, in those kinds of things. Of course, me, I'm older than most of them, except for Nancy, and uh-huh. I, are, uh, and she's probably just a few years younger than I am. <laughs> so, but. Anyway, I, I have I, I have a great time talking dogs, and I and I love the sport so much that, that my wife, you know, she thinks she don't get her fair time. Yeah. You know, it's always dogs, dogs, dogs. <laughs> but I live it, sleep it, and do everything else. You know, it's just what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is consuming. You know, it, it you know, but but you have balance. I see that. You know, in how and and I think Donna balances you well. So. Uh, i i see i see her post that she does on facebook there and it's very uh humbling and uh and gratifying to see that stuff too there which is great so
2: well that that's good donna's a real religious woman that uh, that, uh, that believes in quality of life and family and uh she's she's my greatest asset my greatest mentor uh i, I mean she she keeps me in line sometimes it takes a a little bigger stick than she's got with me. She has to get a bigger stick to get me in line. But <laughs> but uh, she she does it, and, and, and I love her, and, and she's a big, big, big part of me.
1: Yep, yeah. Do you have any parting advice for, for the listeners?
2: Well, I would just say pretty much what I've already said. Mm-hmm. Be kind. Be kind to people and realize that when you're talking dogs, everybody loves their dog and and they have different views and respect those views. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and don't get caught up in a bunch of he said, she said kind of stuff. Just walk the walk, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, we could go into a tirade on, 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 what's happened with our society, but, uh, that's not what this show is about. So, yep. Just be kind. And, uh, you know, constructive criticism is still out there and it's still very valid, but unfortunately, people just take it as criticism, or they just deal it out as criticism too much. Um, so uh, that that's great. I uh, I appreciate your time there, Lucky, and I I think this will uh, this will do very well on the interviews. And uh, I just thank you so much for your time, and we'll catch you later.
2: You're quite well. Welcome, and thanks for having me, Dave.
1: All right, all right, Lucky. We'll talk to you later then. All right, bye. bye Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. For the latest information, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And we'd love for you to give us your honest uh, feedback and a five-star review on iTunes to help get this information out to other people who are interested in Bulldogs and the Bulldog community and just might not know where we're at. By giving us a, that feedback, um will help us in the rankings on Apple. And uh, help get the information out there for other people to find. So thank you so much for tuning in. And we'll be back with another episode. And we'd love your
0: feedback. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Bulldog Interviews on BullyNet with your host, Dave Kaufman. Check out the show notes from this podcast at BullyNet.com. Please leave a five-star review and your honest feedback on iTunes.